Hi, I'm Sam. About five years ago, my whole world was turned upside down. More on that later, but let's just say in what was supposed to be the happiest time in my life, I felt totally lost. You're listening to or watching my show, where we'll be talking with friends in healthcare, wellness, and holistic healing about real self-care. I'm not talking about pedicures and bubble baths. We're talking true acts of care to maintain our physical and mental health so we can truly live fearlessly and fulfilled. Say it with me. Self-care is my job. Okay, here we are. Another episode of self-care is my self-care is my job. Do I know the name of my show? Maybe I could do that. It's another episode of self-care is my job. I actually thought you were going to say self-care is my life. So I'm like, I know. I think that's what was about to come out, (laughs) which is also accurate. So that's fine. Um, It has to be in, in some ways, shapes and forms. So yes, we're here again. And I just want to say, I'm so excited to start like this new conversation and I'm so excited to welcome a new guest onto the show for the first time, Bridget Norris. Thank you for joining me today. So this conversation that I really just want to dig into all summer long and who knows, maybe we'll just continue with it. Like, a broad topic, but I really do want to talk about self-love, but from a very real perspective of like, what is the journey for you, for whoever I'm talking to, for, you know, the person who's even listening, what is the journey to get to a place of real, true self-love and, and true self-alignment? Not like love yourself, take yourself out to lunch and go get pedicures, not love yourself, just take get better care of yourself and not love yourself like oh like it's like it's easy <laughs> because you know what like that's a big story right there that's a big process i'm finding within my own life and then obviously just talking to these amazing people i get to discuss with so thank you for being part of this conversation that's so important to me um how are you how you been <laughs> fabulous how are you good oh i like that answer very good. Yeah, I'm having to use that more it feels better in yeah, the body. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm like, good. Better than yeah, better than fine. You know, for sure, we have to go there. And um, but yeah, my God, like in general, me too. I'm just like loving summer. Like all <laughs> I want to do, I really am just gonna soak it in this summer. Like I am here for it. I am wanting to be on the beach with my children. I'm wanting to be yeah. just like. You know, I'm like, oh my God, look, I have a tan already. This is tan for me, by the way. <laughs> like, oh my God, right? I'm like, wait, wait do I have a tan? No. <laughs> no, I've been outside so much, especially the last couple of days, which has been really good just on all levels, right? Um, but anyway, so yeah, I want to get into a discussion about you. I want to know all the things because, so just for background, right? I've been following Bridget. We've had a few, you know, offline conversations. We um, just following Bridget as a coach and seeing all of her content over the last six to eight months. And I've seen it evolve into something that is so beautifully aligned with things that I'm experiencing, shifting as a woman, shifting as a coach and as a mentor, so aligned with so much that you have to say. So just some, you know, just to have background as far as like how we're connected, right? And I appreciate everything that you have to say. Um, 
And I want to know now, you know, a little bit about your, about your background, about how your story of how you came to the place that you're at right now. So tell us what you do. I'm not going to give titles or tell or give no, you know, hint at anything. Tell us what you do and tell us how you got here. You know, that's what I want to know. So even with the, when you say, when, what do you do? It's such a hard question to answer. I don't think that, that, um, I think we get, we put ourselves in that spot where we have to have an elevator pitch and we've been told that so long, but I mean, honestly, I think that it evolves like, like we were talking about, it's an ever evolving, um, thing for even me. So some, some days, you know, I moved away from the word coach I moved away from the word empower. I moved away from a lot of standard things, uh, because they didn't feel right. And they didn't feel connected to, I think what women really want. It's just at the end of the day is like to facilitate, have somebody really help facilitate. I can't talk to either facilitate, um, and activate them wholly as a human, as a woman to then create whatever it is that they want. I mean, we make a, we, we just, I think we use a lot of words. We make things wordy, we make things complicated and we've been told we have to have a niche and we've been told we have to have this and we have to have that. And I'm just not for any of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that it's um, box creating. And I think that a lot of people get lost in it. It's it definitely happened to me. It definitely when I started coaching like six years ago, I kind of fell into it. I actually owned a brick and mortar fitness company for women, so it was just stri strictly like um, powerlifting, which was amazing because you get to see women like just do things that they didn't think that they could do, yeah. and that evolved into one of the women actually said to me, "I think." I feel like you're my life coach. And I go, well, what is a life coach? Yeah. <laughs> I go, that's the thing. And so of course, Google, I'm like, da, 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 da. And that's how it started. Yeah. And it really was crazy because I followed, I think everything that every woman that listens to you probably does. I was in seven network marketing companies because I thought that was the thing. I coached the first title I ever had was self-love coach because I mm -hmm. felt like that was the path everyone was taking. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I shifted into, I think at the end of 2019, I can honestly say like where I went, I hated, hated my business. I hated what I was doing because I was following what everybody said you should do. Like I self love coach. And then it, I'm supposed to business coach. Cause that's where the money is. And I hated it. So luckily I shut it down in October. My last mastermind was like, end of October. And I'm like, all right, it's going into the holiday. And then 2020 hit. And it was like, <laughs> perfect explosion of figuring out who the hell I am and what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And that's been a long year process. And it only has been in the past like six, six to eight months where I've kind of slowly figured it out. And I'm still figuring it out like every day. Yeah. Well, that's what we were talking okay. about, right? Is like this constant shifting and constant realization of a new truth uh and whether or not that feels you know whether or not that feels shaky and that feels like um you know it might threaten like the our need for external validation you know like it, it might threaten your your you know with your fear with fear of judgment and things like that but it's okay, like really, I'm realizing lately, it's really okay 
how else can we embody this journey that we're trying to help other women be on? Like how else can we do this right? Unless we're honest with ourselves, brutally honest with ourselves. Like here I am. I haven't figured this shit all out yet. I know because guess what? The goal really isn't to figure this shit all out. It's to like be okay yeah. now. It's to like just really accept everything that's going on and lean into it. Um, yeah, I get, I think that the, that part of the, I don't want to say issue or part of the problem with the process for me. And I, I, I think that it's probably probably more prevalent than I, I think we, we really get is that one, we're rushing because we want it to happen right now. Mm -hmm. And as we're rushing, the things that come in, we're like, Ooh, that feels good. That's cool. Like, that's it. And then you're like, you ride that, that's it train for however long it lasts. And then you're like, no, that's not it. <laughs> so then we're on to the next. And it, it always feels like um, it's always something else. And I think that that's okay as an evolution, but there is, there is a thing, there is your thing and you actually pass it. Like, I knew what the thing was six months ago, but because I was rushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, I was like, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Mm. Like you just walk right over the obvious. Mm. So it's like a massive, you know, it's so cliche when they say slow down, you know, to speed up, but even more than that, it's, it's a slow down to reconnect. Yeah. Completely. Um, I think you just described like everything I'm experiencing right now, which is not shocking to me because you tend to do that with your words on social media lately. Um, and, you know, it isn't so. Yeah, I've I've literally always, you know, I'm so aligned with everything you're saying. Like, I've always had a little bit of uh, resistance to using the word coach. Um, and and, you know, so many other phrases and so many other titles, the main reason is because I think I've just always been this way. I'm like, just sort of naturally like counterculture. And I, if everybody's doing it, like, even if there's a book that like everyone's reading, um, you, I, I'm not going to read that book. <laughs> like, <laughs> like if that's whatever, that's like the new hotness, I am not going to do that. Like that is, it's just not, that's, that's exactly how, that's just how I roll. I, I've always been that way. So even if that's it, right? Like if whatever the branding is, whatever the, whatever the current, you know, du jour of, you know, of marketing yourself in, in and not that any of this is like, um, you know, if you do this, then you're not genuine. Or if you do this, then you're trying, then, then you're not really good at what you do. A hundred percent. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. It's just the fact that what is going, what is sitting well with you and isn't whether we are willing to actually look at that. And I agree. Like I was there for so long where I think I was doing a lot of comparing and, you know, just simply like a little bit fearful beginning of my journey thinking that I needed to get into one of these boxes, right? But of course that's the reaction we have because that's what like so much of our lives is built around is trying to, um, is trying to appease the expectations of said group or said person or said, you know, relationship, whatever yeah. it is. And so, and once we get in and we check off all, like we, 
we fulfilled all those expectations, then we made it into the club. We made it into the box. Yeah. And so we get so wrapped, we don't even know we're doing it. Um, and I talk about these that concept of expectations a lot because I think everything, just so many things revolves, revolve around that. But one of the things that I have to say that has happened to me most recently that is a direct example of what you were just saying of like you go, you graze right over it, you graze right over it. And this has a lot to do with that like need for external validation that I know you've been talking a lot about lately of like not only, so, okay, what am I first? I'm a yoga instructor. Now this goes, again, it connects to the story of self-love again as well, because why do I not feel like that is enough? Why do I feel like I need to add more and more and more and I need all these other credentials and titles? because being just being a yoga teacher isn't enough. I had been grazing, this was my very recent realization that I have been grazing over the, my ability to heal, to help heal women and people through the physical and spiritual and philosoph philosophical approach to yoga. And it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna teach I'm gonna teach the philosophy of yoga. It's not just that, it's the idea that when you pair that ability to teach in a group setting, especially now that we can be in person and even offer like hands-on adjustments and massage and even offer the, um, the Dharma, the talk and actually teach. I had been grazing over this for so long now, now, did I have COVID to put me on hiatus with this? Yes, because being doing virtual yoga was was wasn't you know, it wasn't didn't have the draw and it didn't would didn't give me the the opportunity to be doing this. Um, but anyway, it was one of those realizations lately where it's like shit. I was in a I was in a class the other day and I had had a really hard weekend and a really hard morning in particular, just being like, and I almost canceled the class because I really wasn't ready to be there. And it ended up, I felt it was like one of the best classes I ever taught. I had, I had knowledge and energy pour right out of me. And then at the end of class was the first time, even though I was on near tears at the end of class, cause I just needed some time and I hadn't gotten it yet. <laughs> and I was like dying to get in my car and just like, let it go. <laughs> and by the time I got to the end of the class, one of the women in my class, I, I was the first time that I had to actually physically hold someone as they sobbed at the end of Shavasana because I, and I know that it not only was just like aligned with like what, what I needed to see happen before my eyes, but aligned with obviously the energy in the room because of what was going on with me. So it was like, okay, if that's not a sign from the universe that this is what I need to be doing as at not only what I need to be doing, but I need to focus on this right now and stop grazing over it and mm -hmm. start fresh from here. So that right. was a long winded response to what you, what you said, but I had to share that, that example. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, we're, we're trying so hard to, so, and part of this has to do with like all of the tools that we have now, like all the tools to figure out who we are and what we are and what we're supposed to do. Um, they tell us things that we get so like laser focused on. So like I'm a manifester human design. So part of that was like being told in readings over and over and over. Okay. So you're here 
I think what am I like a five one. So whatever you're here to create something completely unique and do it your own way. And so my brain is like, okay, well, this isn't unique. Like this is the same shit that, that everybody else keeps saying. So I got to come up with something more. And it's like, I got so wrapped up in that, that I was like, what am I even doing? Like, I'm not going to create some freaking, you know, whatever by forcing right. myself into like trying to figure it out over and over and over. Oh my God, it was so bad. So I think part of that is we get ourselves in that motion and then it's so hard to get off. Cause you're like, then it's like, I feel like crap. I'm not worthy of this. I don't know what I'm doing. What else do I need to, oh my God, it's like a never ending cycle. hundred mm -hmm. percent. Yeah. Because you're forcing it. It's totally. Now that kind of leads us into this other piece of the discussion, right? Like how do we lean into like, being present and being like okay with leaning into what is going on with us now like i feel like that has a lot to do with love self-love and self-acceptance and like being able to release that timeline that we that you mentioned as well like oh like i want it to happen now like we do that because of so much programming that i feel like we absorb like so like a high level of masculine energy pressing forward, always doing, 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 and needing the result always, right? And sort of missing the fact that we need to sort of, again, like, for, and you take it, like, I, yeah, I'm in this realm of, like, masculine, feminine now, like, that I'm just seeing it so <laughs> clearly, where, like, you know, like, it's like you're ready for a concept or you're not, you know? Yeah. So seeing it so clearly now that, like, being, like, and I'm, in that now so very deeply leaning into my divine feminine just into the sort of birthing naturally birthing of content and message and be and and just and just the living right just the living the breathing the presence yeah. and less of that doing so my point is like yeah, like how do we get to a place where we don't have those voices coming in telling us like, oh, well, you're supposed to be further along than you really, really are. And like you said, like feeling like shit about what you have or have not accomplished, trying to force something, not things not feeling like they're coming naturally. So yeah, I feel like that's a lot of that masculine coming in and just being like, just slamming down like any chance of something sort of naturally birthing. Um, yeah and naturally coming to fruition. It is so hard though, to be patient with that. I mean, yeah, patience is, is probably most people that we know's not, you know, thing that they have. Strong, not, not <laughs> um, the strong point. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's obviously societal. It's, you know, we want it now. I can go to the store and have what I want now. Amazon can deliver me something tomorrow. It's like, gimme, 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 gimme. Nope. Um, but, I don't know who said this and it's, it was, I don't know what if I was listening to something or what it was, but she had said consumption without integration creates frustration. And I was like, Oh my God. So lack of, you know, just feeling that mentally stuck is like, we're creating that by the constant, you know, hamster wheel of consumption. And I was like, and so when you're sitting here saying like, I'm into the masculine feminine and I'm like, my thing to everyone is, is like, what if 
and I did this to myself, what if I told you, you had to let go of all of those things? Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't need them. You don't need to know any more about them. You don't need to talk about them. You don't need to say one is masculine, one is feminine. Like what if, what if, like, who are you as a human? Like, and how do you, how can you continue what you're doing without that? Yeah. And it was like, for me, I was like, okay. So mm-hmm. that's when I started letting go of all the tools, you know, things that were supposed to be tools helping me grow that were actually um, holding me back. And it actually came to a head when I went on that trip. And I know that we talked a little bit about when you saw the video, but it, I mean, it literally came to a head on that trip. And I was like, and after it, it was like, almost like a smack in the face. And you're like, oh my God. Okay. Like I get it. <laughs> so it can happen in an instant, but it wasn't in an instant. Right. Ever why the, the whole idea of quantum leaps. Yeah. I quantum leap to making X amount of dollars, except for nobody knows I've been in business for 10 years. Like yeah. we're only showing you the little few months of where it's at. It's that same thing. Like, so I jumped off a pole and all of a sudden, wham, I just know what I'm doing. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's great that I just automatically know now, but it's not automatically. I've been spending months, you know, right. leaving through it. So it can happen in an instant, but it really hasn't been an instant. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then it's, it, it, but we, we even tell ourselves, even when we have that time, that quote timeline leap, right? Like we, we even tell ourselves like, oh, well, it was because of this one thing It was because of that thing that I did or whatever it was. And it's like, no, you've been on this trajectory the entire freaking time. And you've been working hard to get to, to, to come to this place so that that little last shift could happen. And I mean, yeah, I had a similar experience because I have been, you know, well aware that like music and singing have been a part of like my gifts for a while. And like, and I'm not uh, trained in any way. Like I have no, I have no guidance on that end. That is like all natural and, you know, take it or leave it type of situation. Right. And, um, and lately, you know, I've been feeling, you know, kind of called back in to work on some music and out of nowhere, um, had, had this revelation that my, my uh, best friend had asked me to sing at her wedding. And I was, I deeply, deeply wanted to, deeply wanted to, and was just cutting myself off for months and just being like, well, I can't because that would be like, just, it would be too much anxiety for the day. I want to enjoy the day, like stories, uh, you know, what will they think? Typical shit. Right. And you know, what if it's not perfect for her? It's her day. Oh, and the best one was how could I, um, how could I put the the attention on me on her day? Because that was big. So all of a sudden I come to this realization, which was mostly, mostly based around that last story that I was telling myself, I come to this realization that holy shit, do I have a fear of going big, even though I actually do want to be big. I do. And I can, and I, Again, like uh, there's all of these stories and all of these limitations that I have in the back of my head that tell me that that is problematic, especially as a woman, that I want to that I want to be noticed and that I do want to fill up the room. 
with all kinds of energy. And I, so this might, this might've taken a, (laughs) I might've gone somewhere with this, but, um, but yes. So I had this major realization within a few moments, I completely changed my tune and decided to do this. It was a smashing success. I had an amazing time and my friend was, my friend was so happy that I did it. And it was like, what, you know, like this, this major realization of like, what have been, what have I been doing? But it's not just about always staying at my best friend's wedding. And I get, you know, I, and it all worked out. Yay. And have live, then the Bell now live happily ever after or whatever. Um, it's about <laughs> that moment when I realize how much I've been holding myself back in general and how that needs to be like, even with my most recent you know, yoga classes, I've been finally bringing some, some music into it and I've been singing in my classes, but had I not had that little shift because I, because I had been toying with this idea of finally singing in front of a big group of people again for months and, and just clawing at it and just like really putting way too much energy into it, really like draining, you know, like leaking energy into that that I could, that could be, you know, really fostered somewhere else, but just leaking energy into that for so long, but it needed to happen. Like I can't sit here and be, and, and, and trash the whole process because it needed to happen so that I could get to a place where I'm like, okay, shifting once again, shifting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we're all like our, our process of getting there is different for everyone. For you, you know, it was a month process for me. Like when we booked this trip, like, yeah, I picked those things. Like I literally am the one that like scheduled our, you know, our events or whatever they call them. And I, I, I knew kind of what it was, but I didn't pay much attention to it. I knew it was going to be hard. I knew it was going to be like difficult, but I just did it. And I didn't think about it at all until we got there. And then until the day that we were supposed to do it. And I'm like, Oh, so there was no, like, I mean, I could turn back. I could quit right now. But so that's like the difference. And then to understand that both you and I both after that moment, just because it happened, there's still a lot of work to do after that. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. it doesn't stop just because, holy shit, I did it. it now right. it's like, holy shit, I did it. And now I've got a lot on my shoulders to figure out that if I did it once. Wh- what else can I do? Like where else can yes. this go? And you what can't let that can go. And where, and if, you know, whatever was, whatever fear was there before, it's not all gone, first of all. And, you know, yeah, what is, you know, what's the next layer that I can peel back and let go of? What's the next, you know, what's the next piece? Well, um, the biggest thing I think that we realize is, is that, like, when we allow ourselves to, move through that process, whatever it looks like, whatever, you know, you like your process was clawing at it. And it was like, you know, the, the problem that I see with women and it it was something I was doing. And I even was going through the phase of this is what I coach on. This is how I'm coaching. And this is what I'm talking about. Realizing that I had to unlearn in order for me to understand that that is how I am meant to facilitate change myself. Like 
if we don't do it for me, it was an unlearning for, for someone else. It's a, you know, a letting go or a receiving or a, whatever it is. It, it's an unlearning of the idea that, you know, mindset's the thing. Mindset is like, I, I really honestly hundred percent believe that it is what is trapping women in their own, you know, I don't want to say mind, but in their own, like this bubble that they can't get out of because we've been told when we started, whatever we did, especially when you started network marketing, you're told personal development, you got to read a book, you got to do X, Y, Z. And it's a trap. It is a, it has become like this trap. And I feel like we're all like that, the idea, you know, when you get crabs in a bucket and they're all trying to crawl out and they're all pulling each other back down. I'm like, I feel like, like mindset work was the thing, but I couldn't process that. Like I couldn't figure out like, why am I saying this? Because everybody's doing it everybody you know you got all these people making money off of selling thought work and and this and that and like but it doesn't feel right to me it doesn't seem right i'm gonna do it anyways because it's what we're supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and the whole last six months in that whole process was like a complete unlearning for me and the knowing that like i was ignoring what most of us are doing we're ignoring what we feel to go with what we think Mm. so ignoring everything my body was telling me on all levels because I'm supposed to be focusing on my thoughts. I'm supposed to be focusing on my brain. I'm supposed to be focusing. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. And it was so wrong. And I think for a lot of women, and this is like, you can be in a group and I'm just going to use like random numbers. And I don't know this to be a fact, but it's going to be pretty close. There's a group of women that are within a program and it's a it's a coaching program, you know, it's a sales, how to, how to create your life coaching business, sales, whatever. I'd say there's probably 2,500 women in there. And I would tell you women making over six figures of that 2,500, it's less than 10%. Mm -hmm. And when I look at what they're posting, it's the same stuff over and over and over. And it like, like makes my heart hurt because I'm like, they're, they're trying to do this mindset work and they're trying and they're trying. And then, and you know, they'll say it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. And I'm like, every single time, you know, it's, it's not my place in there to say like, that's the key word you just said. You understand that you just said it doesn't feel right. Stop thinking, start feeling, and then you can move yourself through this, but it's a, it's an unlearning process and it's hard to try to be a loud mouth in a, you know, in, in an area where everybody's squawking and everybody's talking and, you know, I just want to scream. Yeah. <laughs> like, Shh. Yeah. Quiet down. But, you know. So it's, it's, I, I almost want to say it's like, and not their fault. Like, yeah. yeah how did you know any better? Like you're yeah. following processes that you're looking at working for other people and you're like, Oh, okay, well, that's awesome. It's going to work for me. It's the same thing with like self-love. Now for me, when I started coaching self-love to me, that was confidence. Okay. Confidence. What can you do that makes you confident? What are you going to do for yourself that makes you confident? And then I had to like be real with people and say, I'm confident, but I have zero self-worth. So how is that self-love? Like Mm -hmm. I'm lying. (laughs) Like, no, Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't work like that. And so it's like, it's the idea of, and I think you've probably seen it a hundred times. You've got people talking about, I have a goddess day. What is my goddess day? 
well, I get a massage, I get my nails done, I go shopping, I spend a lot of money and I'm like, um, okay, like, but that's like, I don't love people selling that to people as the thing. Because what if like self-medicating? Yes. What if you're like, what if your self-love goddess day is like whatever you want to call that day is like literally going to the beach with your kids and spending like the whole day just not with your phone. Like somehow we've made that not right. Yeah. And it's like somebody's got to start saying that who cares about what you're doing? Like, I hate to say that because I don't want to be against, I'm not against women. I'm not against women doing what they want to do. I'm not against women making whatever amounts of money they want. I'm against the process that they're trying to force on other people. Yeah, it's true. And that's actually the, 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 what you just said about self-love being sometimes depicted as confidence versus what it actually is. Like you said, self-worth. I, I look at self-love and I say, yeah, it's a combination of self-worth, self-trust, and mm. self-compassion. But it's everything um, you just said. Self, self, self. Nowhere in there yeah. is there, one, anything external. And two, is there the fact that you're going to get it from anyone else? Nope. Like, Every word is self, self, like, I mean, and it's yet we're, we're coaching, or I mean, at least I was coaching. I can help you love yourself. Um, no, no, that's not my job. I cannot, I can walk with you mm -hmm. for you to figure it out, but that I cannot, I cannot help you love yourself. Like, yeah. how are we telling people that? Okay, you guys, I'm ready to start talking about something, something amazing, something that has changed my freaking life. And I'm really happy to finally be sharing with you that I am a wellness partner with a company called Amare, and they also call themselves the Mental Wellness Company. So my first introduction um, to Amare was with a product called the Fundamentals Pack which is a probiotic regimen, and it includes three different probiotic blends. Now, probiotic, most of us know, starts with your gut health and will help the health of your gut and the balance in your gut. So did you know also that most of the dopamine and serotonin in your body is actually, gener is actually generated in your gut, which means that those feel good and calm hormones that get generated inside of you start there. So we need as much of that as possible. I think most of you will agree. So I've had so much success with, with this probiotic regimen. I think first, you know, I noticed a lot less bloating and a lot um, easier detox. And I think you know what I mean. And I also noticed clarity of mind because there's also a piece of this probiotic regimen that works with not only the brain, but also the vagus nerve, which is the nerve that runs up and down your spine and connects your gut to your brain. So the result is mental health, mental wellness and clarity and focus. So I noticed that. And then a slew of other amazing results, such as improved skin my hair and my nails started growing um 
my allergies and the symptoms related to my environmental allergies reduced by probably 70 to 80% this spring and summer, which I was amazed. I was thinking, looking around at everybody sneezing and coughing and miserable and realized that I did not have these symptoms anymore. I also had um, almost complete elimination of body aches and pains that I used to blame on not working out enough. And now I realize that a lot of that was just inflammation. So I want to share this product with you and I want you to click into the description in the notes for this episode and you're going to see a link to my site for Amare, the mental wellness company. And I want you to feel free to also email me at selfcarewithsam at gmail.com if you feel like you want some direction on their product line and everything else that they offer. Because I've tried a bunch of other stuff and could not be happier. Honestly, this has been a complete game changer for me and how I feel in my body and my mind. Um, A close second as far as the best self-care experience I've had. A close second to, of course, yoga. So please do let me know if you want some more information and I'll just leave this here. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I mean, even in my own personal experience over the last year or so of like uh, having spiritual mentors, having an amazing therapist um, and a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of other just like my own personal spiritual work that i do on my own like i like you said if i was to to have a goddess day <laughs> and like i was saying something that hasn't happened in a while but if i could <laughs> cultivate that i would probably have a day alone uh you know where i could just be alone be with myself be with my own feelings. And that's, again, who I am. That doesn't mean that everybody would be comfortable with that or would find that enjoyable. But I actually do like want to like go inward. I want to sit. I want to meditate. I want to journal. And I want to cry it out if I need to. I want to have my physical release. And then, you know, whatever else. But, you know, I actually would, would prefer as, and and I don't think I realized until I could really understand what all of this means and like the importance of it all. Um, and I, we were even saying this before, that's so weird, that I used to just really look at myself as this like major extrovert because I love to socialize. So like I must be majorly extroverted because I need that socialization in my life. So I love that socialization. I am social as a person, but I actually need the opposite in many cases. I need way more alone time than I ever imagined and had no real idea of it until over probably only a year ago. Um, But that all being said is just, yeah, like we need to take the focus. And this is what I talk about constantly as regards to self-care. We need to take the focus out of the fact that it should even cost a thing or even you even need anything. It's, you know, true self-care is actually going inward and like addressing the fucking elephant in the room to be quite quite honest you know and actually doing and recultivating that connection to self and then even going further taking it to a place of like and then where does this self land in the larger scheme of things not how we are not 
who we are in relation to other people, just like where we land in relation to the bigger picture that feels fucking good. That, you know, like, where do I, where do I land? That's going to make that, that continuously makes me feel good and knowing that and trying to pull more of that in. Um, but you know, cause you mentioned like, oh yeah, having a goddess day or whatever it is. I'm like, I know what I would do. Um, I'm but saying, I, I say it to my husband too. I'm like, don't you have to go out of town this month? I need a break. Just go. And sometimes it's just like you said, sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's work I have to do. And yeah. sometimes it's just that I want to watch nonstop real housewives and I want to eat whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to do whatever. And that and is I didn't thing realize well. how much of that is necessary to not, uh, I don't want to say not allow. So to allow yourself to actually figure mm-hmm. out who it is that you are and what it is that you want, what it is. I mean, I know that for, you know, my son is going to be 22. So I've already gone through the, he's out of the house phase. Yeah. And, but I remember when I was, I left my, you know, multiple six figure job, and my husband now went and moved up in his job. And he's like, listen, you take a lesser job and spend time doing mom stuff, PTA and soccer games. And I'm like, in the moment I was terrified. I'm like, oh no, no, I don't want to lose my independence. Like mm-hmm. God forbid, you know, I had that terrifying, I got to be independent. It was that my whole life. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'm going to do it. But I was making the money from that job equate my value So I didn't realize until my son was like 13 or 14. And he's like, I'm like, okay, we're going to go wherever you want me to take you here or there. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going with my friends. And I'm like, I don't need, I don't need that. I don't need you. I don't need, and I'm like, I had to sit and look at myself and go, okay, well, who am I? And what the hell am I doing? Because now I don't have the value of bringing in as much money as I did. Now I'm just a stay at home mom that, kids too big who doesn't even want to be around me anymore and I'm like what now like Mm -hmm. I didn't realize like how much like external things besides just money we place on our value Mm -hmm. what if I'm not a mom well I mean I'm a mom but you know what I mean like I'm not having to do the momming as much and now I don't make as much money and so what do I do Where's my value? I don't have value. My value. I don't see value in myself. I don't yeah. see I'm bringing value to the the household anymore. And of course, my husband, when we had the conversation, he's like, "You're out of your mind. Like, are we really having this conversation?" I'm like, "We are," because I feel it. So we're having this conversation. Yeah, it's a real thing. If if I feel it, it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, I think you just tapped on again. You know, so many things I've experienced as well. I mean, that's that's literally what put me on my own journey was being laid off from my corporate career in publishing at eight months pregnant with my daughter, and immediately, like again, same same concept, just being like, uh, that doesn't feel right to me. I need to have an income. I need to, you know, to take, you know, to to leave that life entirely. And I had put not only my whole value into my salary, but even t- like just the sense of importance that comes with the title and, you know, the 500 emails a day and like the 16 meetings that you're expected to be in that you whine and complain about, but then they secretly make you feel like you're super fucking important. Yeah. Right. So like all of that goes away 
like that. And at the same time, I am becoming a mother for the first time. So yeah, I think that's exactly what happened. My sense of value outside of the external things and how they're related to me went pl plummeted. And my anxiety based on everything external went sky high simultaneously. So that's where this, you know, self-care trajectory came in because it was it was almost out of desperation. But I think it was it's beautiful that you brought that up because we're here sort of defining what is self-love, it seems like. And we gave it a few definitions, but I do think that really it could also be described as having that true sense of value regardless of the external. The, the like true value based on solely what who you actually are and always have been. I mean, and you know, me mentioning my own journey to to true self love included, like I said, an amazing therapist. And some of the work that we've been doing over the last year had so much to do with that feeling of not being enough, no matter what the fuck I do. And I am still, you know, it, these things don't just poof, go away. You yeah. have to continuously work on it. And there are so, so many reasons with why that comes up. I think so many people have this, you know, same thing that we kind of struggle with, but it, um, yeah, it's totally connected to like, how can I possibly love myself if I am doing all of the things and none of it feels like it's enough? especially when I don't have that income that most of us, almost everyone at some point in life is going to equate success with money because that's what we're taught. So success is, is money. It's not just, am I fulfilling my purpose or did I fucking make somebody smile today? Like it could be anything truthfully deciding what that actually means to you. But, um, but again, it's like, do you have to be successful in any way to have value? Those are actually two different things. <clears throat> yeah. You know? I think it's, um, if somebody was to ask me, you see these kind of questions all the time that they say, if you're, you know, I think you've seen them, like if you're 16 or what would you tell your 16 year old self? No. I saw one the other day that said, what would you tell yourself before or when you were just starting to think you were going to become a co like to coach and you were just going to be, and I was like, Oh my God, what would I tell myself? Mm. I would tell myself the one thing that none of none of the women, including myself, want to hear because it's the, the work you don't want to do because you want to get there right now is if you don't have like foundational wholeness in yourself, you are in for a bumpy fucking roller coaster, mm. drama filled, you know, worth snatching, you know, if you're confident, you're probably not going to be after this. You're probably going to have to figure out how the hell to get back there. It is like yeah. the, it's like the roller coaster from hell. And I, I mean, I, I should have known like, right. You should know, like I came into the online. I mean, when I came into the online space and I was like doing lives when they were just starting, I said whatever I wanted. I don't know. I was like, I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. And I didn't care. And I had the most fun doing it. Fast forward, you know, whatever it was, five years when I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. Like, I I hated it. I hated going live. I felt like everything I was saying was so what everyone else was saying. I didn't feel it. I was like, who the hell am I? Like, 
I was confident before I started this. You couldn't tell me anything, you know. And now all of a sudden, my worth is in a coach telling me what I need to do. This program that I thought I needed, I have to be over here in the cool girl group because we need, you know, have photos of our balloons every damn day. And I'm like, but really secretly, I'm like, that is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know who the hell I am anymore. And this, and it can take the, the strongest person and completely tear you down. And I don't think you realize it until you're in it until you're like you know in the muck and you're in the mud and then you're like oh my god how do I get out it's like quicksand you constantly pick up one foot and the other one gets sucked back down it's mm. craziness in my opinion which has been a, a an eye-opener for me to try to like when you're talking to people they're like I don't really want to do x you know I don't want to go live I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to that I don't want to be on social media all the time and I'm like well, you don't have to like this, that, like, you know, the whole like paradigm we were talking about that, that that's what we need to do. I really think we're exiting that finally. Like people mm. are just saying like, I want to do what's natural and what makes me feel good. And the rest of it, I'm just, I can leave it like, or you can jump on and do something when you feel like it. If I'm feeling like it right now and it feels good, great. If not, screw it. I don't need to do it. Who said that we need to? Yeah. I have, I've always had a very strong like even physical resistance to being told all of those things that you've been mentioning that you have to have a niche that you have to do xyz as far as whatever it is you have to do this on instagram you have to do stories you have to do um lives that you have to have an online course you know like there's all these things and it's funny because for so long i beat myself up telling myself that, well, what the hell, are you, why haven't you done this shit yet? Why haven't you done this shit yet? Like, why are you so far behind? And it's like, hello, I can see it so finally, as of recently, can see it very clearly. I have been resistant to doing a lot of these things because they don't feel right. And yeah, do I still have it in my head that I wish that I was further along? Yeah, of course. But it's like, um, I'm also, especially, I think I could say this to you, like, especially listening to your story where it's like, you, you know, you just explained how long you were in this space of doing things anyway that didn't really feel right to you. And so maybe it's a completely different approach that I need to have on my end of like, actually, Sam, like, good job. Like you were not, you know, maybe I'm not as far as long as I want to be right now, but maybe like. I am technically without almost unknowingly, like I'm, I'm listening to that inner voice. That's like, this doesn't really click. This yeah. doesn't feel right. I got to figure out what feels right. Like feels really freaking good. How on earth can I attract the people that I need to connect with in this world? If I am doing things that are not in any way aligned with my actual energy, yeah. <laughs> like, that I mean, it doesn't, it makes no <laughs> sense. It makes no sense. And as much as it might take, so, but that being said, I am very much still in my own um, healing journey and my own like transformation to be able to, to really wholeheartedly sit in that space. Right. And so, yeah, it's that patience that is the frigging killer of being like, okay, well, I got to do all this. 
<laughs> you know, it, and I think I, I posted that the other day and I don't remember, I was watching something. And when the show said it, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, we always talk about like, you know, they say it's not a, it's not a, a sprint, you know, it's a yeah. marathon or whatever, but this was said so differently. And I said like, like we're never actually there. Like our transformation is never actually we're never actually going to be a hundred percent transformed. It's never going to happen. But he explained it like we're, we're striving so much to get on top of the mountain. Like we want to see, we want to get to the top of the mountain. Like what's at that? I got to be up there because that dictates the fact that I made it to the top and I did it. And then he's like, and then you get up there and you look around and you're like, Oh, and then the only thing left to do is to jump off. And you're like, so I fought this hard to get up there for five seconds and look around and go, okay, this wasn't as great as I thought it was just to jump back off. And he's like, stop striving so hard to get up there, you know, cause mm. when you get up there, you might not find exactly what you thought it was. And I'm like, Oh my God. When you like, think about it, it's totally a, like makes it's connected to what we've been saying this whole time. The fact that there's this constant shifting. So it's like when you get up there, it's really just going, you know, I, most likely your feet you're just presented with yet another challenge or yet another opportunity for growth and lessons so it's yeah. like where where we this is it it's a journey and it's you know it's a windy one as you said okay. uh, it's 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 intense but um but yeah i mean if, if you want to grow right if you really want to grow fast become an entrepreneur like <laughs> I know. You know, another thing I was thinking about, like, especially you were talking about, um, you know, your yoga classes and thinking about self-love and like what's what's it's been for so long, even for myself, when you think about like that equates to like how I look in the mirror. And that mm -hmm. means like I have to go to the gym and beat myself up. Even if I don't like doing that specific thing, I have to do it because I don't love myself if I don't do that. I can't eat chocolate cake because it won't look good on my ass and yeah, I don't love myself if I don't yeah. do that. And it's a constant, like the idea of, and I didn't realize this honestly up until even a few months ago that when I got to the point where I was mentally like frustrated with myself or I was stressed or I'm like, why am I not far, you know, farther along or, what is my problem? Why can't I figure out what the hell I'm doing? I took it out on my body. I would mm. say, I, I'm just going to go to the gym and I'm going to beat my, you know, I'm going to sweat it out. I'm going to beat myself up. And my body reacted. And I'm mm. sitting there looking, going, you know, why has it been two years and I'm working my ass off and I'm killing myself six days a week? Why does my body not responding? And I finally had to realize, I'm like, this is not loving any part of myself. This is actually like, the complete opposite. So when I see women be like, oh, I love myself because, you know, I went to the gym. Like, I actually want to question that. Like, what does that mean? Because I know what it was meaning for me. Yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. What was your actual motivation going to the gym? If that's what, if that's how you're loving yourself, yourself, what is the motiv motivation for whatever it is that you did? You have, yeah. Like, it's the same thing that I talk about. It's like, okay, first of all, jump into self-care. If you don't know where to, you know, jump in somewhere. 
if if you're if you're in that space where you're like I don't even know what I need right now but I'm freaking miserable and I'm overwhelmed and I'm unfulfilled jump in anywhere however if you're in this space where you have your routine down pat and you still feel unfulfilled it's because you have to look at whether it is exactly genuinely what you need or whether it is exactly that you're either punishing yourself or you haven't realized that life has you know taken a shift and therefore your the way that you love yourself has to be different the way that you nurture yourself or the way that you soothe yourself if you're going through a tough time has to change as your life changes which obviously we know happens quite regularly <laughs> this is not news um you know what, I wanna read, before I let you go, I wanna read this one post from you, if I can, that was like, I freaking loved. And it was about, so much of it was about this like shift that we keep talking about. There is a powerful wind of change emerging and on that wind is a woman that is ascending with frequencies that are yet to be understood. Her veil has been lifted, her old paradigm has shifted. She has moved away from the force and convincing of mindset work. She is no longer chasing. She is no longer codependent as her shift comes from her soul. She is no longer blinded by consumption. She is no longer trapped by the seeking loop. And she can no longer be sold into false matriarchies. Her very presence holds the essence of magic. Her very voice speaks the song of truth. Her very heart beats as a way to activate those around her. Every move vibrates as the highest at the highest frequency. She is a walking embodiment of the truth. She holds the wisdom that changes the collective. She is me. She is you. You no longer are required to hold the energy within. It's time to rise. I was like, <sighs> you said it all. I was like, that's it. That's the thing I'm experiencing. That thing, what she said. Um, um, yes, which I hope was the effect you were going for. Um, sometimes when I write, like when you're reading it back, like I would never know, like then I, when you, when you read it, it felt different in my body, even though I wrote it. So it's mm -hmm. so like, it's good to, to do that sometimes, even when we read back our own stuff, I don't get that same. Yeah. You know, agreed. Because you're, like, you're oh. trying to, you're, you're noticing like, oh, I should have used a different word for that yeah. or something. Did I yeah. spell that wrong? I do the Did same I thing. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Should I put this no. in? Should I take this out? <laughs> yeah, completely. No, well, yeah. it's, it's a nailed it situation from my, from my end. And, you know, yeah, there is this, like, talk to me more about this from, like a big picture perspective of like this, because you mentioned it a little bit before of like, okay, like th the need, we don't have to talk about it in terms of the need to like always be so like posting on social media. Like obviously that's something specific, but from a broader perspective, like what's happening? Why is like, why is there this shift? Because I know it's not just me, you know? I think there's so many levels of, for me, like when I talk about paradigm shift. I think that the the women that are coming through now that are, are willing to do the hard, icky, you know, mm. mucky work of actually rising and coming out the other side are women who are, are moving from the soul versus women that I see. And there's nothing against these women. They're great. They do, do whatever. 
Um, but they already are a part of a paradigm that they fought so hard to break free from, which was, you know, the patriarchal, you know, the moment that you put a dollar over a soul, you, you've just signed a contract into that paradigm. And for mm -hmm. me, it's never, it never felt good. It never felt right. And it never felt, you know, obviously we're, we're, we're here to do great things. We're here. Some people are here to make great money. Some people are here to shift people. I mean, it doesn't really matter what it is, but if you allow yourself, if you allow your soul to get sold into that, then you're already there. And to me, I see so much of it happening that it's nice to see the women that are shifting from that pair. I think that they're more out there than, than I realize than we realize they just don't know how to say it yet because their words are so hard to find when you're when you're fighting against the loudness. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's being willing just to say it, being willing to say the one thing that you are feeling, that you're thinking without the worry that somebody's not going to get it. I mean, God forbid somebody's going to cancel me. Somebody's not going to, you know, I, I've been told a hundred times in my DMs when I say stuff, Oh my God, you have uh, money problems. Yeah, maybe you need to, I need to help you with your money wounds. And I'm like, listen, listen, <laughs> I don't have money wounds. I don't care how much money you have. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. I don't need to post how much money I have 50 times a day in 50 groups to validate myself so that you'll hire me so that you're just another person that puts a number in my bank account. That doesn't work for me. And I think that there's so many women that, that are coming out of, this and shifting into this and realizing it's who they always have been. It's just been very hard to say it. Yeah. Very, very hard to be vocal in a, in a community of, you know, it's a huge space, obviously social media is huge, but it seems small when you start knowing the, the, <laughs> the people on top. Yeah. Um, it's very hard to speak against that because what do you say? And, and yeah, like, how do you say to, that that, yeah. How do you say that that isn't successful if somebody is making, you know, multiple six figures in their company and they're also, you know, ideally helping people? It's like, what, you know, what do you say about that? Um, I love, yeah, I love everything you're saying as far as someone who's like moving from the soul. Um, I think that like that concept of like what we deem as the definition of success comes into play too, because you have that patriarchal um, approach to what success would be. And so, but that isn't for women who obviously have like, you know, ideally like a little, or I, I should say like, if we have this healthy, you know, feminine approach, if we're not bogging it down, right. If we're not stifling that feminine energy, then we do move from the soul. I cannot believe like that you even like, that's what your main thing that you're saying is the difference. That's the ticker, right? Is whether we can talk about it, but like that, I always talk about this with, with another, you know, one of, one of, one of my mentors, who's like a divine feminine leader that I'm obsessed with. We always talk about the fact that like, um, speaking and story storytelling and song have, were always a part of this, these like feminine gifts that for so long were stifled. So like so many of us also like can't speak our truth in any fucking way, shape or form. Um, and it's, it's a lot yeah. of it is, is 
feeling like because you know you have this feeling and you it's there and it's really powerful and it's in it's right in you but yet the words you don't know how to express the words right like we yeah. want to say them right because for whatever you're just not willing to like say it because and it we're supposed to be perfect we can't just like crazy. throw out a bunch of shit and see what works yeah no so i think that's part of the the letting go yeah like let it just sound and maybe for a while it's just a journal you're writing it in but you're you gotta get it out and then you gotta be willing if you're really here to make massive shifts you you can't not say it now you can't yeah. not know that even if I say this and if it only shifted one person today, I done exactly what I was supposed to do. And I think that's the biggest thing. If I, if I had to, to say anything about how do you get there? Like, how do you start moving to that? It's completely let go of your mind being in control, completely let go of any of it having to do with your thoughts and really focus on how you feel like everything mm -hmm. you say when you were saying like when you were talking about your music like i feel with music like it, that's the thing like when you you're gonna start something with i feel like i feel so excited to talk to women about x i mean that should be your mm -hmm. key. like you're 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 speaking of how you feel versus what you think because our embodiment like for me like true embodiment like understanding people talk about like truths and you know quantum leaps and they talk about codes and unlocking this and unlocking that like you your embodiment holds all the energy it holds all the timelines you've ever been on all the timelines you're going to be on all of your codes all of your processes they're like there it's just you have to be willing to connect to it and let go of the idea that even if someone goes to your yoga class, like you're going to facilitate something that they need that day in order for them to go and empower themselves to create whatever that they need to create. Like you're not empowering them to become X because that's taking the power away from them. And that's what we want to stop doing. I think that's what the coaching world has created. I want an empowerment coach. Well, you can't empower me. Like I have my own, like I create my power. And I think that we have to, as women, like remind us to get back to that and just say, it's great that we can have conversations and guide each other. And we have great knowledge for each other that we can share and facilitate where we're going. But at the end of the day, it's, it's us that, that does that. And that's mm -hmm. it. And I think that that's where we're headed. That's where I'm going to say we're headed. Cause that's where I'm going to take it. Right. That's where I'm going to take that's, it. That's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, so. that's exactly. If that feels good to you, then that's where you're headed. <laughs> this is why I love yoga, because I swear, I always tell, you know, I always talk about that because it's just, um, you know, just like so many other people, I came to the practice of yoga because I was tense in my body and I needed to release physical tension, you know, for the physical practice. But you know, it is really all about that flow of energy so that we can comfortably stay still. And that's how we know what we're feeling. That's how we feel the sensations. That's how we connect again. We got to slow down, like you were saying. But it's, um, it's also connected to the idea that, yeah, we have so much power that we 
we were just saying this, right? Like that we graze over, we just graze over it. Um, and it makes so much sense. Yeah. To say that, do I, you know, empower, empower women? Yes. I mean, I get, and, and like, there's, there's a, a larger sentiment to what that phrase means, right. Which has very good intentions and is very necessary in the world. But yeah, it really needs to be more of a shining light on the existing power as opposed to creating power because it's there already, like so much of it. <laughs> it's just a reminder, like, do you know how powerful you are? Mm-hmm. If you did, you wouldn't be looking to me to empower you. You'd be going, wow, like what happens when two forces this powerful get together? We're going to, you know, take over versus... Right. I really need what you have. Like this whole thing about, you know, I think like calibrating to someone else's energy. No, no. Mm. Like enough of that. Enough talking about how I need to be in your energy to calibrate to it. Like that is you not finding value in how much energy you hold. So I think that like, which is great. We talk about, for, so for first of all, yoga is never something I did. Like, and I just started doing it. And I'm like, oh my God. Today when I went, I was like, so tight and it was so hard to get my mind yeah I wasn't sure because I always see you know like I know how you lift and like what you you know what your normal jam is and I was like oh that's great I'm like I'm glad she's going to yoga because normally you know people are like one or the other but the reality is that yoga would be an amazing complement to you know the more intense working out So the thing that I had, I actually wrote it down because I'm like, oh, before when I was, um, when we were talking about doing this, I was like, all right, so what am I, I'm thinking, what am I going to, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. And so I like journal things out and I'm like, the idea that you're like, you're a yoga teacher and like, we're talking about like, my work is like complete embodiment, which is what you do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it literally is like what we do. And you think about this is like, it's like the divine act of just being in your body. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how simple of a sentence is that to say, like, what do you do? I mean, <laughs> I teach you the divine act about how, you know, I mean, and the people are like, well, what does that mean? And I'm like, if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. You will. When you're ready to get it, you'll get yeah. it. Instead of like, that is like the thing, like, I'm not going to force myself. If I don't get something, if somebody's explaining something to me or I read it in a book and I don't get it anymore, like, I'm just not, it's not there. I just close it up and I'm like, okay, yes. not for me right now. Yes, I am completely with you. I'm a firm believer that like you're either ready for a concept to explode all over your face (laughs) or like you're not like and it's but and you might be, you know what I mean? Like I had that has happened to me time and time again where I'll have somebody come in and start talking all this to me and I'm like, I don't think I quit. And it's more of like I don't. I'm not grasping, like I'm not understanding, like you were saying, not that I'm resistant, like very, you know, you know, namely resistant. It's just that it's, I'm not grasping. And then all of a sudden it could be months later, it could be a year later or multiple years later. And I'm like, that's what she was talking about. <laughs> or never, like, like never, or you could never, like, this is like yeah. jumping on the bandwagon of like, yeah. like human design or like astrology or like whatever else it's like tapping. Like you're jumping on every single bandwagon because like, it's okay to just say, you know what? No, for me, that doesn't, yes. it doesn't work. It's like tapping people are like, Oh, you don't tap. And I'm like, no, it doesn't actually 
feel good to me. So yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. We just have to say no more. Nope. Oh, That's that is good. a whole yeah. new bag of tricks right there. A whole. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You do have the, the, um, the urge to just take on all of the things, right? Like try on all the hats and it's like, no, 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 no. What again, it's that embodiment come into your body, get out of your head, get into your body, figure out what the sensations mean. So many of us have lost touch with what they even mean, let alone how to feel them. But, that, um, yeah. but you know, just sit, sit, sit down for a little while, slow down and we'll figure oh. it out together. <laughs> Anyway, oh my God, this has been such a good conversation. I knew it yeah. would be. Like, I'm I just so grateful that we made I that you made hours. this happen. <laughs> you talk for hours, I'm sure. Seriously, like we could go on and on and on. So I really appreciate it and appreciate you. Um, we're gonna get all of the information of like where to find you online and stuff into the notes on the YouTube channel and in the live and all of this good stuff. And then of course on the podcast when it's uploaded. So everybody can go and connect with Bridget if you feel like I do, which is that her content is inspiring and and really like delightful to read by the way. So just in case you were, you know, ever questioning, it's like, no, 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 no. Like I'm appreciating every word of this. Um, and I appreciate you. So thank you for your time. Amazing. Oh my God. We'll do it again, hopefully. Cause like you said, yeah. we could talk for hours. So <laughs> if you're watching or listening this and you like what you hear, um, remember that you can go onto the YouTube channel and subscribe, which is self-care is my job. You could go on to uh, Spotify, Google, Apple podcasts, all of that, all the platforms and follow the podcast there for the audio. And I appreciate everybody who joined and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Bridget. Hey, thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you will like, share, and follow. And if you want to stay connected, find me on Instagram at the underscore aligned underscore heart, or you can visit my website at alignedheart.net. Take care of yourself. Say it with me. Self-care is my job. <laughs>